How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Thanks for tuning into the best fucking podcast in hockey history. I'm Sean. And my name's Noah. Welcome to our very first episode of the best fucking podcast. For our opening episode, I thought we'd kick it off with our Stanley Cup final predictions. And then there were two. Two teams remain. So, personally, I have... Okay, let me just explain this first. Dallas has been on a roll and is performing very well. And Dallas is a defense-first team and much more mobile and more aggressive. Also, I believe Miro Heiskanen will win the Conn Smite this year. And just let me just say this. We all know that Dallas has three, like the three-headed monster with Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, and Alex Radulov. But we know they needed more in order to go deeper in the playoffs. So personally, for my breakout player, I'd say Denis Gurionov would be a perfect fit. Corey Perry, not scoring as much. Joe Pavelski, scoring a whole lot more and playing like he's in his prime. And that new Joel Kivaranta kid, out of nowhere, scoring a freaking hat trick and winning goal. And let's not forget about Andrew Cogolano, who forced the Stanley Cup win the, in the Vegas series because he rushed at Zach Whitecloud, so he'd throw the puck over the glass. And finally, let's not forget their goaltender, Anton Hudobin, who has an amazing story. He was in the Minnesota organization and played behind Nicholas Backstrom, who was a really good goalie for a very long time. Josh Harding was there, looking like the next big thing. Then he moves to the Boston Bruins organization, where he's stuck behind Tuka Rask and Tim Thomas. Tim frickin' Thomas. He does get a chance to back up when Tim Thomas left for some reason. I don't even know why. And he plays like 14 games in a lockout-shortened season. Then he goes to Carolina, where he's behind Cam Ward. But then there's an injury, and an opportunity pops up, leading to a better opportunity the next season, where he falters a bit. Maybe he's not ready for it, but... He goes to the Anaheim Ducks organization, where he's behind Freddie Anderson and John Gibson. Can someone get this guy a break? Like, come on. He's been a backup for, like, his whole life. So then, he goes back to Boston, and he's still behind Tuka Rask. But then, out of the blue, this goaltender, who's always put up solid numbers, but never been a starter, found the perfect opportunity to play beside Ben Bishop who we all know is probably one of the best goaltenders in the NHL. But is he always going to be available? And for the past two seasons, they've been one of the best two goalie tandems in the league. And when Bishop got injured, why were we shocked when Anton Hudobin stepped up and became the goalie we always knew he was? He put in work and put up numbers for a decade or more now. And now we think he's good. He's always been a great goalie. And next is my Tampa side, obviously, but... So we all know Tampa has a way better offense. And Sorelli did clutch that overtime goal for the last game uh, that the Lightning played. But here's my opinion. In 2015, when Tampa Bay played Chicago in the final, Tampa had a bunch of injuries with Stamkos not going to play. Point is obviously playing injured. And I'm being reminded of the 2015 uh, Stanley Cup final when they were supposed to be unstoppable and their best players got injured like Tyler Johnson goes down he's playing hurt like they didn't have the same pop despite them beating the Islanders in six games they didn't take seven there was no rest in fact this Stanley Cup could feature games back-to-back -back nights because I don't know what the Tampa Bay Lightning are playing with 
and because of the parts of the team that could potentially be missing are super huge and that's why that the Dallas Stars seem to prove it over and over and over again and that they've had a few extra days to lick their wounds I'm gonna pick the Dallas Stars for the 2020 Stanley Cup champions and if Tampa wins I'll I won't be surprised I won't be surprised because they're a great team that just means Dallas underperformed but do I think they're gonna underperform no because I believe they will win this Stanley Cup in six games so nope. you have covered most of it already. Um, I don't really have much to say about Dallas. Um, I myself am a Tampa fan, but I'm trying not to be too biased. Uh, so me myself, I, I gotta I gotta say that Tampa Bay is gonna gonna win, obviously. But uh, I'm I'm not being biased. I'm I'm not. I'm just I'm just saying the uh, the headman line. Headman line is going to take it over against Dallas. They're going to completely take it over. They're going to get all the scoring opportunities. Um, Headman's going to get all the shots uh, far. He's going to get those snipes in far. And he's going to get all those scoring opportunities and get those in. Um, I think Dallas, they have really good scorers. They have really good... Um, defensemen. They have a really good team overall, uh, but I don't know. I, I don't think they have a, a good team compared to um, Tampa. Even compared to uh, Tampa with the injuries, I think Tampa Bay has shown what they have done uh, even with the injuries. Uh, with uh, with uh, Stamkos gone, and even with uh, other injuries, it's they've done really well, and I I just lo love to see them doing this good. Well, uh, two different opinions. We'll have to see. Um, now that we've covered our thoughts and predictions, we would like to introduce a new segment we like to call Blast to the Past. Uh, so. In this segment, we'll be redrafting a previous NHL entry draft, and this week we'll be redrafting arguably one of the best drafts of all time, the 2015 entry draft. Uh, do you want to say yours first, Noah? Or do you want me to? Um, so, sure, I'll say mine first. Alright. So, uh, everyone knows... The 2015 entry draft. Uh, this is the draft where Connor McDavid got drafted, Jack Eichel, all of that. So, obviously, we've got to start with Connor McDavid first. Um, you can't change him. He he deserves to be first round. Um, you can't just change him. And then you got Jack Eichel, number two for me. He's pretty obvious, number two. He, like... Still, he's doing. He's still really doing good. Fan favorite, like you can't change him either. But then we get to number three for me, uh, Miko Miko Ran Rantanen, sorry. And then uh, for me, the reason is Arizona needs a goal scorer who uh, who is like a, a sniper, like because they need more goal scorer, uh, like even back far. Like back at the blue line, 
because they need more shots. Um, and then you got Thomas Chabot, uh, a defenseman, because Toronto is lacking very much in the defense field. They're all offense, no defense. Well, very little defense. They do have some good defensemen, but if they had someone like Thomas Chabot, then they'd be very good in the defense range. And then you got Zach Irwinski for number five for me, going to the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, reason is because Zach Irwinski was picked um, because this team is basically all offense, little defense, uh, just like Toronto, like I just said. It's it's the same, uh, same reasoning. Like these teams are basically the same. If they went up against each other, it'd, it'd be a close match. Um, another uh, uh, num number six, uh, New Jersey. Uh, I picked Matthew Barzell for New Jersey. He he should he definitely should have been in the top ten, but at, I mean at this at the time, he wasn't really doing that great. I mean. All these people in the top 10 were definitely top 10 worthy at the time. So, I mean, Matthew Barzell, for me, number six. Um, so, but the reason I picked him is because the team needs to push in their offense. And Matthew Barzell is perfect. Yeah, so, uh, unlike the other teams, uh, this team needs offense instead of defense. Uh, New Jersey does. And I'm talking. And I'm not talking about 2015. I'm talking about right now, like 2020. So yeah, I I really hope to see like these teams like doing this stuff. Uh, so number seven, Ian Provorov for Philadelphia. Um, and I kept this the same actually. So this was the same pick that they picked in 2015. Um, so I stuck with him because Provorov is one of the only good defensemen on Philadelphia right now. Um, and if he was taken away, it should be for a good defenseman. So yeah, if he was taken away, it better be for like a really good defenseman or like a really good player in general. Good goalie, a good offense or, or something like that because he is a very good defenseman and one of the only good defensemen that they have. Um, so, number eight, Brock Besser uh, for Columbus. Uh, so, I picked him instead of Zach Wierenski. And I could have just kept Wierenski there, but um, Columbus has a ton of great defense, and they definitely need a good new forward. So, yeah. I mean, Columbus is just a great team. I mean, they when they took they took Tampa Bay to five OT in the playoffs, so that just shows how good they are, and how evenly matched those two teams are, and all that. So, uh, number nine, Ilya Samsonov for uh, Sam San Jose instead of Tim O'Meyer. So, reason I picked. Uh, Ilya Samsonov, a goalie, is because San Jose is good for defense, offense, and all around there, but their goaltenders are aging, and it's time for a fresh goaltender. So yeah, um, I think San Jose has really good overall defense, offense, and all that, 
but the uh, the goaltenders are aging. They're getting slower, and I think that's like a prime reason why they're losing a lot of their games. And then number ten, Noah Hannafin. Noah Hannafin is a great candidate because this team. Uh, this is for Colorado, by the way. Um, Noah Hannafin is a great candidate for this team because this team lets in most of their shots from lack of defense. Although Noah isn't a great defense himself, he would be a great add-on to the team. So, yeah, Noah, Noah Hannafin isn't really too great of a uh, defenseman uh, nowadays, but, like, there isn't really that many defensemen left in uh, this draft. So, uh, yeah, this is, like, this is my redraft of uh, 2015, so, uh, right. Sean, do you want to say yours? Alright, mine, mine's a little different, I mean, but obviously, for the first overall pick, I have Edmonton obviously taking Jack Eichel. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Connor McDavid, uh, he's just a generational pay player, and by far goes first overall in everybody's mock redraft. He's just the greatest the greatest player of our current era. Just no one can beat him. Number two is uh, Buffalo. They take Jack Eichel. He's the face of their franchise. And without Eichel, Buffalo is literally nothing. And besides, he's the fan favorite there now. If Buffalo Sabres could redraft him, 10 out of 10, they're going to take him. Now, number three, Arizona picks Mar uh, Matt Barzell. He's basically the franchise player of the New York Islanders. And plus, Arizona would rather have Mark Barzell than Dylan Strome. Barzell would be a top player, and also, just imagine, Barzell, Keller, Hall, Kessel, and Oliver ekman Larson. Those are five all-star players right there. Number four, I have Toronto Maple Leafs picking Miko Rantanen. Miko, in my opinion, would be a great fit on the Leafs because he's an elite force of a player, and if not one, but one of the, not if, not he's the best upcoming snipers in the National Hockey League. And he's kind of like one of the best snipers right now. So, and number five, I have Mitch Marner going to the Carolina Hurricanes. This pick was definitely a tough one for me. Just because I personally thought it would be either Marner or Aho. But I went with Marner because Marner, in my opinion, is the best player on the current Leafs roster. He'd be an absolute beast on the Canes as well. With number six, I have the New Jersey Devils taking Brock Besser. Originally, New Jersey picked Pavel Zaka, and this is going to be controversial, but personally, Zaka, in my opinion, should have gone in the second round, or at least late first. So that's why I chose Brock Besser to go to New Jersey. He'd be an immediate stud and an impact player on their team. With number seven, Philadelphia will pick Zach Wierenski. So for the seventh overall pick, much like how Philly drafted a defenseman, I decided, decided they should draft a defenseman again. So Philadelphia, in my opinion, would draft Zach Wierenski because Zach is a great defenseman. He was amazing in junior and is doing great for Columbus Blue Jackets right now and is for sure the consensus number one defenseman in this draft. Then, with the eighth overall pick, Columbus picks Ivan Provorov. Just like real life, Columbus in this mock draft will draft a defenseman, and since the best defenseman has been taken, they will take the second best, Ivan Provorov. Let's just say he'd be great on their team. 
And with the ninth overall pick, San Jose will pick Sebastian Ajo. San Jose drafted Timo Meyer, who undeniably is a good player, but Sebastian Ajo dropped to the second round in real life and is by far way better than Timo Meyer. And, therefore, it only makes sense that San Jose takes one of the best overseen players in this draft. So Ajo, in my mind, would be an amazing pick. And number 10, I have Colorado picking Thomas Shabbat. Originally, Colorado with this pick stole Rantanen. And since he's gone, I thought that a great player for Colorado would be Thomas Shabbat, a big six foot two defenseman with great talent and probably the third best defenseman in this draft. And uh, yeah, that's that's my redraft. Some great redrafting there. I really like your picks. Well, thanks. Uh, I thought Samsonov was a great pick for you as well. Yeah, uh, um, San Jose really needs another goalie. I mean, their goalies are aging, so yeah, I, yeah, they really need another goalie. I just thought Sebastian Ajo on San Jose. Think about that. You'd have. Him with Couture? That'd be an amazing line. Yeah, it def yeah, definitely would. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, uh, that's it. Oh, uh, so, you want to yeah. close us off? Yeah, um, this is the end of this week's episode of TBPP, the best fucking podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TBPP with S and N so you can be notified when we upload a new episode. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and at home during these unfortunate times. Peace.